0: Thank you, Pastor Stu. Awesome. Good morning, everybody. Is everyone doing good? Yeah? Okay, fantastic. So I'm really excited to share this morning because I'm just going to go through the vision a little bit more and unpack what we believe God wants to do in our church this year. Is that okay? Okay, fantastic. So first off, as Pastor Stu said, you've all been you've all received one of these brochures, okay? And so you heard the mission a couple of weeks ago, which is to reach, grow, and empower, okay? That is our vision in Family Church. We want to reach people, we want to grow people, and we want to empower people and our community, So what I want to say to you guys this morning is about you all jumping into what God's doing in our church family and being a big part of it. So Pastor Andy shared on our theme for the year, which is Rooted, and I'm just going to read that verse again. And it's from Colossians chapter 2. And it says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. So the reason why I wanted to read this verse is because as we get rooted in the fins of God and in God's word, what happens in our lives is it begins to overflow out of us. As we grow in our walk with God and we begin to know God deeper, we can't help but want to share it with other people. We can't help but want other people to know about what God is doing in our lives. And our heart this morning is that as we share these specific things for Portsmouth and for our online congregation, that you will not only be moved to pray... But you'll also be moved to action. There'll be something in you that's like, yes, I want to pray about these things, but I also want to be a part of it. So, in the Bible, there is a book called Nehemiah. So, who can tell me Old Testament or New Testament? Yay! Come on, guys. Old Testament, okay? So Nehemiah was a man in the Bible who was actually a cup bearer for the king. And that is, like, you might hear read cup bearer and think, okay, he's just a cup bearer. But that was a big job, okay? This guy had to basically, anytime time the king was to receive a drink or something, he would have to taste the drink first to make sure it wasn't poison. So every day of his life, he's standing there thinking, I could die today. But thankfully, he didn't. God had a plan for his life and God used him in a great way. And what happened in Nehemiah's life was basically he heard about what was happening in Jerusalem. So in Jerusalem was the people of God, and there was a war that was built around Jerusalem, okay, and the war had basically broken down. And that meant invaders could come in, that meant that people could come in. Just when the Israelites felt like they had their lives together and they were doing well, people would come in and just rambush them, basically. And so Nehemiah hears about this and his heart is broken. He's like, How can the walls of Jerusalem be fallen down? And what he does is he, his heart is distressed and he makes a decision to first pray. His heart is moved to say, God, what is going on? We need to do something about it. But it goes further than that. Nehemiah didn't just pray, he then moves to action. And what happens is Nehemiah goes before the people of Jerusalem and Judah, and he actually shares this burden with them. He shares this burden of, this isn't good enough. We need our walls built again. We need to get things back together. And the people's response is like amazing. They're like, let us rise up and build. And uh, I can literally imagine it. You know, like those films like Gladiator or something like that, where they do like this big rally call and everyone's like, yes, I want to be a part of this. And basically that's exactly what happened in this. The people were moved and were like, we want to be a part of this. We want to see God move in our city. And I really believe that today, that God wants us to rise up and build his kingdom. In the same way that those, um, the Israelites' hearts were stirred before the Lord, I want us to be stirred in the same way to think, God, I want to be a part of what you're doing in the city of Portsmouth and further afield. And so today as we share these fins I'd love you to consider where do you fit into what God's doing in family church? One of the things I love about our church is that we are all so different. We've all got different talents. We've got different skills. We've got different, different abilities. You know, there's some of us that can sing and some of us that can't. And I was a bit gutted when I heard that there was going to be auditions for the choir because I thought I was in. I was so excited. And then I heard about the audition. So I won't be going. But, right, that's okay. Everyone's got different gifts and different skills. And you know, what? Sometimes you may see yourself and think there's nothing of you, that you don't have a gift, you don't have a skill, but God has a purpose for your life. There's something in you that he created you for. And my prayer is that over this year, you'll begin to uncover and see what you've been called to do. One of the biggest things that we're all called to do is to know God. And so this year, as we make a decision to be rooted in the word of God, can I encourage you, pick up your Bible. Pick up your Bible, read the word of God and make a decision to grow stronger in your faith. If you don't like the Bible you have, get a new one. If you need a different version, get a different version. But don't let there be any excuses to stop you from reading his Word, because it really does grow you and ground you in the things of God. So I'm going to just share now a little bit about what we're going to be doing in Portsmouth and within our online church as well. So we live in the city of Portsmouth, the majority of us, okay? And if you look around for a minute, just move your heads around so you're not... There we go. If you look around for a minute, you can see that we are very, very full as a church, okay? And we as leaders and congregation, I know we all have been, we're really praying about what is God saying for our next we're praying we are wholeheartedly uh, we are wholeheartedly believing for a building but we're also believing that we're going to be able to make room and so a few months ago you all received a um what's it called a questionnaire. Thank you, Svaj. You all received a questionnaire um, asking you, what do you think about what we're going to do next? And at the moment, we are going to continue to be like this. And the reason why is because we need to be strong before we plant out. We believe in the foreseeable future that we will be planting out in Portsmouth or maybe a little bit further afield. But as we do that, we want to be strong. And that's where we need all of us as a church family to be fully on board. We want to hear that our kids' church is so full of workers, we've got no choice but to plant out, that we've got too many people on the worship team, that it's basically a choir every week, that we have to move people and plant out. And so our our ask of you guys is to begin to pray and hear God of where and what he wants you to do in family church. As we know, kids' church is busy. And even in our all-stars, which is for ages 7 to 11, we sometimes have up to 60 children just in that one group. That is humongous. And we would love to be able to split the group, make, um, make it a little bit smaller. But once again, we need kids' church workers. And do you know what? It is amazing to be a part of kids' church. I'll be 100% honest with you guys, okay? Before I had kids, I thought that is the team I would never, ever. Ever join? Okay, no offense, but I was like, no, no, not me. And then when I had a child, and they were like, oh, you've got a child, and you keep dropping your kid off, maybe you should join the team. It took a while, but I joined. Okay, and once I joined, sometimes you've got to join something to see what God's doing. I really, genuinely began to see what a great work it is, what an amazing work it is to to speak life into our young children and to help them grow in the ways of God it is such an honor and a privilege to be a part of it so even if you don't have kids yet and you're like uh oh, it's not my it's not for me maybe have a chat with Debbie or just go along and see because you might see you might end up falling in love with the kids church ministry is that okay guys fantastic so um One of the other points I want to touch on this morning is by the end of the year, we want effective pastoral care in each congregation. So we want vibrant, growing and healthy connect groups that provide an opportunity for fellowship, pastoral care, prayer and Bible study. And so if you're part of our online congregation, we have an online connect group and we would love to have even more of them because they're getting bigger. So if you know you've got a heart of an encourager, you love sharing the word of God, you love speaking to people about God, maybe that is for you. In our Portsmouth congregation, we are. We also want to start five new Connect groups. Okay, can you do me a favour? And it's not to embarrass anyone. Could you just wave your hand if you're part of a Connect group? Okay, a good, good chunk of us. Okay, the rest of you, I promise you, you're missing out. Okay, being part of a Connect group is absolutely amazing. And we would love to start five new ones. So if you know that you love talking to other people about Jesus, you love encouraging them in the word of God, maybe sometimes you do your own Bible studies and you're like, someone needs to hear this. Then maybe you are meant to be a connect group leader. Maybe you're meant to be someone who encourages people in their journey with God. And we would love you to pray about and consider. consider if that's the part that God wants you to play this year. We really, really want you. We want you guys to join in with everything that God is saying. Thanks, guys. So also, I want to move on to talking a little bit about the youth, okay? About the young people. Yes, guys! About the young people that are in Family Church. So one of our goals this year, which is what we are doing, is we're taking 25 of our young people from Portsmouth to Young Lions. Now, Young Lions is something that AOG puts on, Assemblies of God put on for the youth all across England. And it's actually an amazing opportunity to build young people up as leaders in their walk with God. And so we're going to be doing that this year in April. And then we're also going to be running Young Lions Junior as well. And we're hoping to take 10 young people to Young Lions as well. So please be praying for that. This year, we are believing that we're going to take 100 young people to summer camp. Now... I know adults, it's it's a hard one to hear, because when we hear about summer camp, we're like, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. Summer camp is absolutely amazing. It is phenomenal, and we want all of our young people that come to family church to go to summer camp. This year, we have done an early bird discount that ends at the end of February. So if you know you have a young person in your life who you want to attend, you need to book them up and sign them in as soon as possible. Every year we see lives changed. We see people strengthen their relationships with one another. And we're just really believing that this year is just going to just top it. Just because God just goes from glory to glory to glory. And we're really believing that. If you're someone who you're like, I can't go to summer camp, but I can invest in a young person to go. We would love to speak to you after. And we'd love you to be a part of um, helping in our fundraising to send as many of them as possible. Also, this is a new thing, but this year, we all of you know that we changed the name of our youth from Momentum to Trailblazers. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And it's it's been absolutely amazing. You know, like, we really are seeing a move of God in our youth at the moment. And we're just believing God's just going to keep on taking it stronger and stronger in him on Friday we had I think sixty nine young people um in um, in at youth on Friday and it's just absolutely amazing. God is moving and doing great things there and do you know what even as he moves and does great things in the young people that's when attacks may come against their lives so as a church let's be praying for them. I know we pray for each other anyway, but let's cover them in prayer let's be encouragers of them. Remind Remind them that, you know, let's be examples as well of this is what you can be when you're older. (laughs) But also, let's be examples and encourages of them to keep on pursuing God in a generation that tells them to do everything but. We want to be their encouragers. So this year, we are going to be running our very first Trailblazers conference. And so this is going to be a conference for all of our young people. It's going to be on a weekend, which we will share the um, dates with you as soon as possible. And we're just going to believe in that. We're just going to gather all our young people from all congregations, bring them together, and just see God empower them to go and do what he's called them to do in our city. Is that good? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm just going to move through these last bits a little bit quicker. So, also, we want to um, start a schools ministry. So, if you are in a school already, or you are passionate about schools ministry, once again, please come and speak to us after the service. I'm expecting like everyone to be at the front talking about what they could do. Please, okay. So, if you you're passionate about schools, we'd love to hear from you. One of the other things that we really want to see God moving at the moment in family church is our 18 to 30s ministry. Okay, so could you give me a wave if you're between the ages of 18 to 30? <laughs> Pastor the smudge at the front. Oh my days, there's actually a good chunk of you. Okay, guys, we need someone who is passionate about the 18 to 30s age bracket. Even if you're not, but you believe God wants to do something in that age range, we need you. We want to begin to build something that is strong, that is able to Um, empower them and fill them with the word of God. So when they go into their universities and their workplaces, they're filled to do what God's called them to do. And so even if you're not in that age bracket and you're a little bit older, or much older, it doesn't matter, but you feel like you've got something to pour into them, we'd love to speak to you as well. So what do I want to say now? So last year, this is what I want to say, last year we had a vision offering and it was absolutely phenomenal. We we raised so much money and all of it went towards our community um, projects. And I just want to share a little bit about what God used us as a church to do. So, one second guys get my notes together so over the year we've been giving out food parcels we've given in excess of 1015 food parcels since reopening a face-to-face support last year we've also had a number of children that have been helped each week in our food support program and that's been in excess of 40 young children In Baby Basics last year, we completed 578 referrals. That's equivalent to 799 children and a total of 1,917 separate baby items delivered. So that's absolutely amazing. And that's a big thank you to Di and Debbie for what they've been doing within community. We're so, so grateful for you guys. They have really poured their life and soul at the times into what God has been doing within the community. And a big thank you to all the volunteers that are part of this too. So we have given out so many things. Over Christmas, we delivered a total of 48 Christmas hampers to families across the city. And that was a total of 133 children that received individual gift bags. So we had 42 food bank families over Christmas who received a Christmas goodie hamper as well. And we topped up their food with fresh meat and various other things. We also had, which you, I don't know if the slides have been on the screen. Nope. If we could put the pictures up, that would be amazing. We also had a pamper day in which we blessed 35 women with a free cream tea, beauty treatments and goodie bags. And that was yeah, all completely free. And it was just a blessing to be able to bless our community. And at the moment, we have on average around forty families that attend our Tots and Toys group every Monday, and we're so grateful for that. That our community are not just being blessed by us, but they're coming in to the Empower Centre as well, where there's opportunities for them to hear about God and grow in Him as well. We also are we also run Messy Church once a month, and that's been absolutely phenomenal. And you know, we are, once again, if you'd love to be a part of the Messy Church church team. We would love to have you. We have about 35 regular families who attend and consider this to be their church. And All of this has been possible and able because of what we gave in our vision offering. And so we are so grateful for that. And this year, in April, we are going to be having another vision offering where we come together and give to what God wants us to do next. And do you know what? Like, sometimes people can be a little bit embarrassed or feel like, oh, it's so awkward talking about offering and vision and that sort of thing. But I'm always encouraged when I read the word of God, and that's what we live our life by, the word of God. When the people, even in Acts, you read about when people were getting saved daily and they began to come together and give. And I believe that this year is going to be our best year yet because of our giving. And I don't just mean that financially, but I mean us as a as a church, being united and coming together and laying before God our gifts, yes, our offerings as well financially, but all that we feel he's called us to do so we can be effective in Portsmouth. And so this year, we're going to be giving towards something different and I'm just going to ask Smudge who's going to come up and share briefly. Smudge is our worship pastor alongside Janine but he also does so many things behind the scenes and he's just such a strength to our church. So let's just give a round of applause to Smudge.
1: Thank you Paula. Um, Thank you, you can turn the pictures off now, thanks. Um, Before I start, Kristen who is running the choir has asked for me to let you know, if you're interested in being in the choir, can you meet her down here at the front with everyone else who's going to volunteer for Kids Church and everything else? Meet Kristen down the front here if you want to audition for choir. Okay, so I want to talk to you a little bit about what we're going to be spending some of the money from this year's Vision offering on. And the reason I'm up here is because it's a, it's a little bit like equipment-y, tech type stuff. And what we're doing, we, we want to achieve four things really. One is we want to improve your experience of what what you're seeing and hearing up here. Do you remember a few, hmm, probably six months ago, we got new speakers. Do you remember that? Yeah. John Morley remembers. Brilliant. Thank you, John. Well, you may or may not have noticed, but the sound improved massively because we were able to invest a little bit in the speakers. And what we want to do is is do a little bit of that across the board to help um, your experience be better. But also we want to improve the experience of those watching online so that they can see the stage better and all that kind of stuff. If you've ever tuned in online, you know that the guys do an incredible, amazing job with what they've got, but they just don't have very much. So we just want to keep improving that and making sure that people who are tuning in online don't get distracted by, how you know, if it doesn't look great or anything like that. We also want to improve the lives of our setup team. Hands up. Actually, stand up if you're regularly on the setup team in Portsmouth. So if you're regularly helping setting up in Portsmouth, doing the techie stuff, building things, <laughs> massive thank you to everyone here. Okay, you can sit down now. So I want to say a big thank you to these guys because these guys work miracles every week, um, not just with um, just setting it all up. That's like a miracle every single week, um, but also. Working with the equipment that they have, that's also a miracle if you, if you knew. Like, for example, I've got a good example here. I didn't set this up. This is literally here every week. You can come and check. We literally have lights that are gaffer taped together to make sure they don't fall over and break and all that kind of stuff. We've got a lot of gear here, which is over 10, 12 years old, and it, and it gets very tired, very broken, and, and it makes the lives of those setting up increasingly difficult. We're also wanting to make some space. Um, Again, some of you, if you're techie-minded, like I would have noticed this, but a lot of people wouldn't. We've got a projector up here now. See that? We used to project from behind, pointing this way. But now we've invested in faith and got a projector in the front. And the reason we've done that is this weekend, this coming weekend, we're going to move this whole stage back, which we couldn't do before because the projector was behind. We're going to move it back to increase the space in this room so we can get probably another 60 seats in here. Um, another thing we want to try and do is look at, getting, see these big black stands, look, they're ugly big black things at the front here, seen this? What a reveal behind the scenes, That <laughs> We want to get rid of those so that we can bring some more seats this way so that everyone can see the stage and it opens up the stage and just feels a lot better. And so to do that, we need to look at possibly flying all this stuff from the roof. We're speaking to a structural engineer this week. All of this stuff is really good, but it costs money. And it's not the exciting stuff. It's kind of the -the behind-the-scenes stuff. But we really need help and support in this with your giving so that we can go ahead and invest, replace some old, tired equipment. You know, we want to do the best with what we've got, um, but we also want the best that we can get. Does that make sense? So if, we, if, if I can just appeal to you, it's not, it's not the most exciting thing. You're not going to notice necessarily the new cable that we lay in under the stage here because you're able to give, but you'll, you, you will notice the benefit or you'll, have, you'll see the benefit of that. Does that make sense? So we want to make space, which is really, really important. When, um, when you heard what Paula was saying earlier, in doing everything that we want to do, we can probably increase the space here by maybe 60 to 80 seats which is quite a big deal. Maybe even up to 100 with some other bits and pieces as well. Um, So that's great. We want to help those guys that are here, women, men and women that are here at seven o'clock every Sunday morning for you and for God, obviously, ultimately, but for you so that you've got a seat to sit on, a stage for stuff to happen so you can hear, so you can see. We want to improve your experience and we want to improve the experience of those online. So make sure, pray, listen to God hear what he's um, challenging you to give and give, and then maybe add a little bit more. Okay, thank you. (laughs)
0: Amen. Thank you Smudge. Fantastic. So as Smudge said, our vision offering is going to be through the month of April. So we're in February now. So you've got a couple months just to be praying and preparing to give to God. And so any Sunday through April or on via online, you can begin to give. If you can make it clear that it's for the vision offering, that would be amazing. And I'm sure we'll speak about it a couple um, more times um, briefly over the next over the next few weeks and you know as Um Smudge was sharing it just brought back to my memory and just reminded me of when I was first when I first came to family church I came here when I was 18 um, for university and in my head that was my plan for my life and that was it I was going to come for the three years and then I would go back to London and but God had something different for my life but I remember over those years when I first came and initially was working and that sort of thing. And I'd hear these sort of things and hear about being more, being part of family church more, serving and giving and all of these things. And I'm so grateful that God stirred my heart for for what he was doing in this city. And I really believe that over this last few weeks and this year that God is stirring people's hearts and he's stirring you and letting you know that this is where I've called you. And there might be something in church that you don't like, and that's okay because maybe God's using you to be the change in that area. You know, we want to do things for our singles as well. There's so many areas of church that we want to build stronger, and I believe there's people here this morning, and you've got a massive part to play in that. And so, if you know God is stirring your heart, listen, hear from Him, and take action don't think to yourself not me because of any insecurity or anything like that, let's take action because we really believe and sometimes we say things that just sound impossible but we really believe that God is doing something in our city we think that there's many more people who are meant to be here, who don't know him yet maybe some of those people are your family members and we're going to keep on praying and believing that this is their yeah that they'll come into the house of God they'll experience his presence and his goodness and their lives will be changed forever and so as we pray and believe those things we want to make sure our church is strong and full of faith and growing and able to believe the impossible and so to this morning I was going to say tonight it is not night time yet <laughs> This morning, well, I just want to give a brief opportunity. Maybe you've heard today, and I know it's been a little bit different than than an actual word, but maybe you've heard what we're saying today, and you feel like, how can I even be a part of this? Because I haven't even built my life on God. I don't even know God. And we want to give you an opportunity this morning to give your life to God. It is the best thing you could ever do. Is it always easy? No. But when you have God with you who walks through every storm and every challenge with you, when you know that he's taken every sin and every bit of shame and guilt that once held you, it allows you to walk in a freedom that this world could never offer. So we're just gonna, I'm just going to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes for a moment. And we are going to pray. I'm just going to ask you to repeat after me. So Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. I thank you for taking my sin and shame. I turn away from all my wrong and commit my life to you. Fill me with your presence and help me To live my life for you, in Jesus' name. And just while every eye is still closed, we just want to give an opportunity. If you've prayed that prayer from your heart this morning, and you know I want to live for God, I'm just going to ask you to do one brave thing for me. And that's just to simply lift your hand. So if if that's you this morning, can you just lift your hand? Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for who you are in our lives. Lord, we thank you for your goodness, Lord. And Father, we just pray that as a church, as we surrender our will and our ways to you, Father God, will you guide us and lead us in your ways, Lord? Father, will you fill us with the strength that we need? When we feel weary or when we feel weak, Lord God, will you empower us to continue to do the things that you've called us to do? Father, we pray that you will strengthen us, Lord, so we can continue this journey to honour you and to glorify your name in this city. We just give you all of the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Fantastic, church. We are so grateful to every single one of you. And I just pray you have a blessed week. And we will see you here next week, same time. God bless you all.